Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Friends, welcome to Wrestle Buddies, GameSpot's wrestling podcast filled with wrestling, friendship, and wrestling with friendship. I am your host, the sensational Matt Elfring. Uh, with me, not as always, is not Dark Order member, not Chris Hayner. Hey, Chris. That's right, he's not here. I'm just recording the intro and outro. This is a, a bonus episode. Yeah, you're getting two episodes in the course of two days. Wow, that's exciting stuff. For you, not so much for me, who has to edit two episodes in a two-day time span. Oh, well, this week we've got, um, everybody know, okay, we'll just kind of briefly talk about this. December 11th um, is Ring of Honor's final battle. It is the final Ring of Honor pay-per-view for the foreseeable future. At this point in time, we are not sure What's going to happen with Ring of Honor? Um, it's been stated that it may come back in, I believe it was April originally. I should have done my research. Uh, they're going to reimagine, uh, reinvent, um, reshape the wheel that is Ring of Honor. And hopefully, you know, uh, there's a lot of great talent there. I'd love to see him come back. I mean, man, it's a hard subject to talk about because you've been, uh, we've all kind of watched Ring of Honor for uh, 20 years. Even if you haven't watched Ring of Honor, you still have a connection to it because so many of the top wrestlers now um, within the numerous companies, like started at ring of honor, whether you're talking about like uh, Brian Danielson or uh, Seth Rollins or Pepsi man, uh, like they've all come from ring of honor, wrapping up ring of honor. We we are talking to none other than the head of Shane Taylor promotions, LLC Shane Taylor, uh, one of the finalists or semi-finalists in the um, tournament of beef that we had this past year, uh, which crowned the biggest, beefiest wrestler uh, with the look. What a dumb tournament. Anyway, really exciting to talk to Shane Taylor. I'm I'm a fan of his. Chris, unfortunately, could not talk. He was on a plane during that time because we have to, uh, had to go review a movie in a different city. Uh, it's a really good interview, really fun. It, it's just, it was really cool to kind of talk to Shane before um, the door closes on his journey in Ring of Honor, at least for now. Again, it's so hard to know what's going to happen. And I think we've all just become a little cynical when it comes to not only wrestling, but the world in general, considering the past two years we've lived through. Like, so when Ring of Honor says, like, we're going to reopen our doors in April, all of us collectively are just like, yeah, I don't know about that. But it's it's really because the world we live in is there's not a lot of great stuff going on. There hasn't been a lot of great stuff going on. The biggest focus the past two years has been a global pandemic killing nearly a million people. I know I said that with a cheery tone in my voice. I didn't mean it. It's just that's where I'm at mentally. Anyway, that's heavy stuff, man. 
And this interview is also going to get into some heavy stuff, but heavy, important stuff about representation. Uh, so please enjoy Shane Taylor. Um, I'll see you for a really great closing bit at the end. It's not going to be that great. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, very, 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 very special guest. Uh, you, if you've been listening to past episodes, Shane doesn't know this, but uh, he was one of the final four in our uh, tournament of beef wrestling tournament from a few weeks ago. Uh, none other than Shane Taylor, Shane Taylor Promotions. Shane, Ring of Honor star, how are you, sir? Good, man. Tournament of beef uh, semifinalist. You were um, you were a semifinalist. You were, um, I believe, you were beaten by Max the Impaler. That was the, who took it all. I mean, if you're gonna lose to someone, I guess you want to lose the champ, which is cool. But I would beat Max's ass in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so, and 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 they know that too, all of them. Maybe we can look forward to that in the future. Actually, that's a match I would super want to see. Uh, I mean. Any, I'm, I, I'd never say, you know, never in the world of professional wrestling, but highly unlikely. But, you know, mm-hmm. that then again, a lot of people don't want to get into the ring with me. So there's that. You know what I mean? So it's bad for your health. So you've got final battle coming up uh, December 11th. And this is the, the conclusion to your very long grudge with uh, uh, with Kenny King. Yeah. Um, and, and this is a without honor battle. So what can we expect uh, for your match? There have been so many feuds in Ring of Honor, and I, I want to say maybe only a select few, maybe a handful, have ever culminated in a fight without honor. And there's a reason for that, because the match itself is so violent. It's so brutal. Um, the toll that it takes on your body is so tremendous that um, not, a lot of, not a lot of people are, are willing to take their disagreements to this level um Mm. kenny king has had the experience of having one of these before uh with himself rhett titus and 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 the briscoes so he knows um he knows what it's going to take for him where he's going to have to dig down in order to try to win this fight um so he's got that advantage because he's been there before but Mm. uh, for me I'm, I'm going to walk into that ring thinking about not only the world championship that he cost me, but all the potential opportun- opportunities that went with it, the money that should have gone with it, wh- you know, what, what, what that could have done for my family, um, what that could have done for my career going forward. Uh, any and every possibility that was there was taken away because of Kenny. And when you grow up the way I did, you have to let people know very quickly that they're not allowed to uh, take anything from you without there being a severe consequence. So come final battle, Kenny King gets to see what those consequences are. Uh, and I'm absolutely going to try to beat, try to hurt, try to cripple <laughs> my, my brother in that ring. Uh, and we're going to see what happens. So considering that, uh, this is sadly the last Ring of Honor event for the time being, as far as right. we know. Um, for you, what's been the highlight of your journey with this company? I think the highlight for me, especially being the CEO and the captain of STP, is winning the six-man titles with Khan and Moses 
and helping them start their legacies in Ring of Honor, that they get to forever have their names etched in the history books of a company that has completely changed the landscape of our sport for the last 20 years. Um, their names will forever be linked to these six man titles as to being the most dominant trio, the longest reigning six man tag team champions. You're talking about days, you're talking about um, number of times defended um, their legacy, you know, will, will be immortalized, so to speak. So to be able to not only have that success for myself, but, but bring my guys with me, that's what leadership is for me. Uh, so that's probably my proudest moment followed by the TV title win. And then of course, you know, crazy matches against guys like Jay, like Jay Briscoe on this stage, uh, for a guy from the East side of Cleveland, who was never supposed to be here, who was never supposed to be a success, was never supposed to be signed to a company, was never supposed to be a star in that company. All the things that I wasn't supposed to do here we are, uh, damn near every goal checked off, um, and looking forward to one hell of a last ride if, if that's what this is that, that's something i've come to really enjoy about you as a wrestler a, a person a character whatever you, you want to call it but like you you come off as a great leader you come off as a mentor to younger guys um you you really put in the effort to kind of make wrestling a better place for people uh but i guess the idea the, the easy question is why um but for you, what was that? When was that switch in your brain to say, like, I need to start stepping up to help others? Um, the why is very simple. Um, I wanted to be the leader that I didn't see for us when I got into the sport. Um, the history of wrestling is very biased, it's very stereotypical, it's very lazy. It's very misinformed. It's very uneducated. Um, and over the decades, so many people have relied on that, capitalized on that, um, and have been allowed to limit the opportunities of others because of that. And a few people have been successful and have, have gone on to do great things. But for a lot of times, it, it seemed like once they got that success, they forgot about everybody else coming behind them and they got their success they got their cash they got their championships and they closed the door now seeing the way the world is uh i i told myself if i'm ever in the position to lead or help i'm going to open as many doors as i can and i'm not just gonna open them i'm trying i'm gonna try to kick those bitches off the hinges and make sure that anybody after me can just walk through with, with no fear of them closing. Um, and, and, and some people agree with my sentiment, with my sentiment, some people disagree. They, you know, why should it be important? People should just do for themselves, but they don't understand history. They don't understand leadership. I'm not an out for self person. Like I said, if, if a single individual can be successful, then great but it is much better when you can bring more people along with you. And the moment uh, that I knew that I was gonna have to start doing that was actually when I won the TV title. Um, the three count hit, 
the history that I made as being only the third African-American male to ever win that title, uh, that started to sink in. And with the hundreds of faces that were around, a lot were shocked, a lot were, you know, mouth agape, like, oh my God, I can't blah, blah, blah. Everybody, some people were booing, but I will never forget as long as I live in the back of that venue, there was a group of fans, maybe like, maybe 10 to 20, of like black fans, and they were absolutely going bananas. And I'm talking about like, they just watched a family member, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Achieve something. You had people up on chairs, you had people tossing their babies up and hugging and smiling, crying. And at that point, I, I knew like, you know what, man, this, not only this win, but this whole run for the rest of your career, this is, this is who you have to be. This is what you should be. That This is exactly the path that you were supposed to be on. And this is what's important now. You know, you, you're, you're not doing this for yourself anymore. You, you, you are doing this for everybody um, of, of any background, right? But especially for those that look like you can turn on their TV screens and relate to you that you're doing this for them. And there's a certain way I believe that it should be done. Um, everybody thinks differently, but I'm going to follow the way I, I was taught, what I believe and the way I see it and, and, and trust myself to, uh, to, all, to always go by that. I can't even like, uh, like when you win the TV title and you, and you look at, uh, you look at the crowd and you see, you know, younger black viewers, uh, families just being so excited to see right. representation, you know, mm -hmm. I, I can't even imagine like how much it would like light a fire under your butt in the good way, in the best way possible, mm -hmm. uh, because you're really, you're, you're making a very necessary change within wrestling, as you've mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, and kind of that, that drive and that wanting to make that change and be that person is sort of what led to all of the emotion that brought about Shane Taylor promotions, because here I am thinking, yo, I, I just won this TV title, you know, Kenny King, Jay lethal, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in this echelon of, of performer now, you know, Mm -hmm. And okay, here's here's my time to 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 be the star, to be the guy. You know, the championship is one A and one B to the world title. Um when Jay Lethal had it, some argue that it was even more important than the world title, right? So so this is what I'm looking at, this is what I'm expecting. And there was none of that. All of a sudden, you know, now that I have it, my matches aren't getting announced for live events. You know, you're not seeing me on TV. You're not seeing any of the things that I saw happen when Taven had the title or Cole had the title or Bobby Fish or Kushida or Tomohiro Ishii or Roddick Strong, any other champion that I've seen carry this belt, carry this, carry this title, they were elevated. You know, the company elevated them and rightfully so. Then I got it and there was nothing. You know, meanwhile, 
you know, we have no problem promoting every NWA superstar that comes through our curtain. We have no problem supporting every New Japan star that comes through our promotion. And I'm sitting here going, I'm trying to make this change and be this person. I'm trying to make history here. And I'm getting treated like an afterthought, you know, and it's not because I, I couldn't do the work or I, or I wasn't performing. You know, like I, I'm holding this championship that says I've been doing the work and I and I've been performing. Um, and, and so that really got to me, man. And I sat down with 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 Ron Hunt and I was like, you know what? If they're not going to promote me the way that I feel I should be or I've seen them at, at least do for others, then I'll do it for myself. And that's how we created Shane Taylor Promotions. Um, and, and, and the rest is history after that and i mean at that point like that's where i really me and other wrestling fans started noticing you more you started making waves uh mm-hmm. and i would say that a lot of that is just the way you work the mic you have a way of being engaging and captivating this sounds very butt kissy and i don't mean it to. no you're good bro no, you're good. <laughs> um was was there a moment for you as someone talking on the mic that you feel like you really found your voice um the funny thing is talking has been the better part of my game since i started uh it just in ring of honor i didn't get a chance to talk for mm-hmm. years you know uh there was never the opportunity to do so um like like you had small things here and there and i was allowed to and i did what i you know i did my thing uh, but once this all started I started getting the opportunity to talk more. And then once people started hearing me, they were like, oh, okay, he can talk. And then I, I used to hate watching like the reactions to stuff online and go, he's improved so much. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Like I've always been able to do this. You just didn't know I could do it because they didn't let you see I could do it, right? But you know, it is what it is, but here we are, you know, and I feel as though, yeah, that's that's one of the best. Be, excuse me, that's one of the better parts of my game. Uh, I feel as though on the microphone, there aren't that many people in this industry standing in front of me. You know, are are going to outshine me in that area. Uh, so that's, I mean, that that's something that I take a lot of pride in, um, and that's and that's something that. I've attributed to the success of, of the whole crew. Uh, and that, and that's part of what makes me who I am, uh, as a person, as a, as a character, what Shane Taylor is, is three different aspects of three of my favorite fighters. Right. So, um, the, the goal, like I say, the mantra is always talk like Floyd hit like Tyson lead, like Ali. Right. Mm-hmm. And being able to talk someone into a fight, you know, have them understand if this is the very first time they're watching who I am, who my opponent is, why we're fighting and why they want to see it going out there, watching that, that fight and me absolutely crush people. And then understanding that after I crush people, after I talked you in, into this, who I am as a person and my goal for why I'm here. um, Once I'm able to introduce people to all three of those phases, usually they're a fan. You know, mm-hmm. uh, even if they boo me, they're still a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so looking forward, um, 
regardless of what happens with Ring of Honor, you know, what are your 2022 goals as a performer? Mine are to re reintroduce myself to the world of professional wrestling, uh, to all of those fans that maybe haven't had a chance to see who I am and what we do yet. Um, and that and that means whatever major platform that's on, whatever international platform that's on, uh, all the top independents, you know, um, just just seeing so many people, you know, uh, have such great matches and and and, and fanfare and celebration, uh, you you immediately start thinking of you know oh this match will be great here and on all all the potential money to be made that's out there so um the goal will be not only for myself but uh the rest of sdp ron khan uh moses o'shea edwards to be able to uh just start dominating the independent scene um in preparation for landing that next major uh contract and then once that happens it's a wrap for everybody I would, I would assume uh, a wrestling fan like myself would love to see you and Keith Lee again. Mm -hmm. uh, aside from Lee, are, are there people that you've uh, seen within wrestling kind of in the same situation that you've been in within 2021 uh, that you would really like to work with or, or, or even make a part of SDP? I mean, man, as far as being a part of SDP, that there's so many people out there. Uh, you're talking about Holly Holliday, Nicole Savoy. You're talking about Keith Lee, Lee Moriarty, Darius Lockhart, uh, man, Trish, Shadora is obviously, obviously on the radar and she's been crushing everything in front of her. Uh, Savannah Evans, um, man, I could, I mean, I could go on and on, but I'm going to miss people because there's just so many talented people out there. Uh, so if I missed you, I'm sorry. Because uh, I'm gonna get DM, but you didn't say me, bro. You know, <laughs> my fault, my fault. Um, but yeah, man, like it, there's there's so many talented people out there, so many great matchups. I know that the world would get excited for an STP versus Hit Row. Yes, square square off. You know what I mean? Whether that be in individuals, tag teams, or trios, however we however we gotta make it happen. Um, I know uh, that the Pacific Northwest is eagerly anticipating the return of 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 uh, Swerve of, of, of Swerve Strickland, um, and like I said, man, to be able to be someone where he comes back, they go nuts, and his opponent is me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the, the 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 length of time we've known each other, uh, the amount of emotion that's going to be going into that. Uh, would absolutely be dope. Uh, so many great play places popping up on the West Coast. Um, I, I've never debuted for a PWG in my in my career yet. That's something that that I want to do and knock off the list. Uh, as far as PCW and West Coast pros, you know, as as well myself against AJ Gray uh, or Fatu or, or Jacob Fatu is is always out there. So there's so just so many great. Uh, potential matchups that could just really make for some cool matches for the fans. All right, Shane. Well, thank you very, very much for talking. I was going to say to us, but it's you. It's only me this time. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. And uh, good luck in your future. I'm like, I'm a huge cheerleader for you. So like, thank you, bro. I'm very excited to see what happens next, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it.
Once again, thanks Shane Taylor for coming on. Uh, make sure to watch his match against Kenny King, a without honor battle at Ring of Honor Final Battle 2021. That is on December 11th. That's a Saturday, 7 p.m. Central. I just gave you the Central time for some reason. It's 8 p.m. Eastern, and that's 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, you can watch that with Honor Club, which is a $9.99 a month. It's $10 a month subscription thing. Uh, or you can buy it standalone uh, for $25 on Fight. And that's F-I-T-E. You're familiar with Fight. I mean... I don't know why I spelled that out. We're all familiar with Fight TV. Uh, so thank you very much. Um, wish him the best. Wish I wish everybody in Ring of Honor the best. Uh, this is going to be an interesting upcoming year for wrestling. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I got no questions this week. I didn't ask for questions. So we're just going to close it out. We will be back next week with a normal, regular episode of Chris and I being goofy. Uh, so we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to WrestleBuddies. We hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did. Go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week.